Rich is listening. He's giving us a listen. Yeah. Well, it's all you're on. <laughs> Yo, big dog! Whoa, whoa. Turn it horizontal. What the fuck's up? Turn your phone horizontal. Like this? Yep. See that? <laughs> the gang. What's up? Bro? So we have we have my strength uh, coach. What's going on? Rob Lamianto. You can bounce you? some things off of him. We can't see your full face. Oh. You see the beard though. The beard yeah. great. Great beard. Yeah. And then Definitely. you know my co-host. Stan the man. This Stan. is my, I mean, he's my friend too, but I met him through my older brother, Dean. They've been many of fights together. Since we're talking street fights. Yeah. But we are a fighting slash, like, you know, man Life, show. Lifestyle. Man show now. So, Joey, you used to be a professional uh, BMX racer. Yes. You know, a lot of people might not know that. When did you start? Getting into when did you decide like you know what I'm gonna fucking race for money on a bicycle? So, so like I I did it like everybody right like around the neighborhood right whatever you make, and you always you make, won. Yeah, well you make yeah whatever you make homemade fucking jumps etc cetera, etc cetera. and then like so like when I was younger I never had the situation to actually race just like because of my upbringing or whatever it just it just wasn't financially like. So as I got older, I actually started really, really late. I didn't start until I was like, uh, like 15, 14, which is really, really late. So uh, I would do it here and there. And then like I started doing it more and more and just got like better and better at it. And uh, but I honestly like I was kind of like a shit show. I didn't take it serious until I got older. Um just because I was such a fuck up just in general in life. Yeah. So, uh, so you yeah. were, would you say you were born in like, not the ghetto of Socrates, but like the, the rougher neck of the woods in Socrates? Yeah. Like, I mean, I was like in Mount Marion, which is, yeah, I guess that's what they used to call it. But it, it was just, it was just a neighborhood that just like stuck together, right? Like, if yeah. you came into our neighborhood and you had a, you know, if someone came in and had a problem with Dennis, well, they had a problem with everybody, you know, and that's right. just, we just, we just were a real tight group because all of us grew up. I mean, Dennis, like, you know, we were all, most of us didn't have, most of the neighborhood didn't have like their dads, right? So, right. like, it, it was different. Like, I didn't have my mom, right? So, so when you're younger, you, it was, it was something's got to give. So like when you don't have a father, you have, you have your friends more. Yes. Yeah, so as fucked up as it is, like it was, that was just normal in our neighborhood. Right? right. So, um, yeah, we were just tight, but we all just, it just, it just, we were just a real, real tight, but that the neighborhood that I grew up in and I'm still in, like, it was like that from generate the generation before us. And then the generation, you know, it was just, yeah, it's just kind of like how it, how it was. Um, we were just all tight. We just all came from just, you know, broken families and shitty situations. And we just all just had each other's back. And I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's Is Matt, Ma now, do you think Matt, Mar Matt Marion's still like that? Like with like the, no. the, the kids now? No, 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 no. We were okay. the last generation. We were the last generation of that. Cause these motherfuckers were rolling up in a party. They'd be like, Oh shit. Like You're Matt right. Marion's here. You're like, oh, God. And, like, yeah, someone was getting oh. beat up. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Stan, you would have been perfect for Matt Marion. Before we before we had you on, Stan was telling a story of how he almost beat some dude up. Uh, all right, Joey, you're wearing a SpongeBob pajamas, right? Like it's, the the week, crew, it's the week the before the Halloween, crew, basically, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. 
You're taking a Maybe piss outside a bar. Some dude you don't know pushes you and then runs away. And he's like getting an Uber. Is there anything said to that dude? Or like, or you're just clocking him? No, you, you just got to run him down. <laughs> Stan, 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 Stan sped walked yeah, to, yeah. to him and was like, yo, you shouldn't push people you don't know. And he's like, what are you going to do? And then Stan was like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, oh, shit, this is going to happen if I keep running my mouth. So he started, like, bailing out. So my older brother and, like, Joey and, like, Matt Marion, like, there was nothing set. They would just hit people. Yeah. Well, it was just like, they would just I mean, you could never do, obviously, now what we used right. to do. Right, right. You guys would like, all be, like. Yeah, it's just, you just can't, you just can't do it. But it was just like. I don't know. It was just like, what's, what's, why there's no reason for talking. Like, why are you talking? <laughs> yeah, like, gonna, like, you did, you, you did something. And, yeah. you know, like, when I, after like, I hit you, you'll, like, you're not gonna be like, why'd you do that? Yeah, like, SpongeBob pushed you. So it's yeah. like, we, you know, you, like, there's nothing to be, you know, it's just like, what the fuck are you putting your hands on me for? Yeah. Yeah. Like your crew, Stan. Do you, hang on, Joey. Would you? I don't do the pushing thing. Yeah. I hit people if they get within arms reach of me, but I will talk some shit. Oh, okay, that is funny. <clears throat> so, so obviously, Joey, you know, like there's like, it, you there's conflict. It's going down. So when Stan, like, if you get within range to hit Stan, Stan just hits you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, personal space. Like I never used to understand that fucking saying. Like people used to say, like I told. I'm gonna tell him to fucking hit me first. Like, what the fuck are you gonna tell somebody to hit me first? <laughs> no, yeah. So you're no, already no. losing? No chance. I just never understood that. Now, like, hang on, hang I mean, on. I've done that, but I'm ready for a rock back. Yeah, but I mean, if you swing at me and miss, I'm fucking knocking you out. And Is, also, does it give you free like, free like? Oh, he started this. I'm gonna fucking kill him. Like, you, yeah, you, yeah. I, yeah, that's right, right? Nope. You tried it. Yeah, you're done. But like, you hit tried. me. Like, hit me. I dare you. I'm looking to slip it, dip it, rock back, and then fucking you're also, mollywop you. You're, it's a lot different, too. You're, you're a trained fighter. Now, <laughs> hang on. But, be, but, but before being a trained fighter, I, I've i definitely said that. That was your go just, And that's just because, like, I'm tough, and I know you hit like a fucking bitch, and I'm going to fucking eat your best <laughs> shit and then fucking murder you. Well, we know you like getting hit. I mean, yeah. We've all seen all your fights. Seen your career. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't. You don't start. You don't start getting going yeah. until you get fucking yeah. hit. So let's 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 go back to BMX. Then I want to get to your son, and then we go back to fighting. street fighting. Street fighting. I like the street fighting. So so like the the BMX. So the BMX thing was like I said. I didn't really start taking it serious till till I got older. And uh, I got actually. I don't even know if you know this, Dennis, but I. So, like, when I was, like, 15, 16, um, not, like, 15, I got in some trouble, and I got put in a, like, a, like a... Like a kid's event. detention, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was, like, but it was, like, it was mixed. It was, boy, it was like, boys and girls and et cetera, et cetera. So, I got taken out of my ha house, and I got put in there and, like, went to school from there. But I was in that, I was in that alternative school for kids that got thrown out of regular school for you know obviously for fighting and all that stuff so it was just a bunch of kids with just fucking anger issues yeah um so when they released me out of there i went and that's when i went i moved to ruby and lived the hendersons took me in okay and uh they were like the savior if, it, if they didn't take me in it would have been fucking game over for me so 
that's like when my racing started being like way more consistent because they were taking all of us all over the country, you know, racing and racing. But I still was like, I mean, I was only fucking five minutes over the back road from Mount Marion, right? Right. So I was like, I you're still stuck to... in your old ways, but like you have your passion yes. for BMX. So it was like this, like, I love these guys that I grew up with. Like, I loved it. I loved everything about like what we were doing on the streets and all that. But like, I, I love BMX so much, but so I guess I was like, like, didn't maybe didn't fit. Now that I look at it, like maybe like I thought it would be like weak, right? Like I'd be weak if I like picked BMX over, over them and like right. having, their, having their back and all that. And, you know, it just would look like a sellout. So right? real quick, I want to pause you right here. I want to go somewhere that – because, like, for me, it was wrestling. Like, wrestling was – I took wrestling over pussy. I took wrestling over my boys, like, over food. Like, wrestling was my, like, shit. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think it's because we had success in this that we're like, man, if we just go a little bit further – in sacrifice, we could do even better. Or do you like? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like something to put kids towards, so they like fuck bad friends, fuck girls, like to zone in on these things that are going to be beneficial to their life. Because mm-hmm. that it's, makes sense. I'm trying to think of like because I saw no. what you're saying, and I've been you know through it, and like I don't think you guys have been in like a situation of something you, like I know Rob fucking love surfing and loves snowboarding but like he never competed in them like right. what stopped you right. from trying to compete in those things like money time right. uh, yeah well you feel like like what pushes certain people to the edge of like i'm gonna commit 100 percent to bmx and i want to you know be the best at this like where does it go between being like a you know an amateur to well, you're still an amateur, right? Because you're still pushing this. You're still an amateur at the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where is yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go 100. I think. I think it's risk. I think it's like, am I gonna? Well, I th- actually, the thing yeah. is, I think as like, I think it has to be instilled. Like when he said 15, 16, when you're still like, yeah, a child, yeah. if you will. You know what I mean? Like your balls dropped. You know what I mean? You got. You know, you're fucking stronger than you were when then you're when you were you know 10 or 12. You but like. You're like, like you're going around the world. You're going around the U.S. racing, man. You got to go all in, right? Like, you know, actually, the thing is, I had Spencer Christian. Is there someone that you had that was like, no, like you're awesome for this that you looked up to? So maybe that's um, the answer. I I don't know. Like I had I had people that like rode that were like older than me. You know what I mean? Like I had this kid that like, you looked up to. Yeah, his name was like his name was Lou Delfino. He actually still rides to this day, and he was Damn. like. He was, he was, he was like when you rode with him. So I was always intimidated to riding with him, right? Because he was so smooth, he was so good. It, I mean, I guess it's like anything. I'm sure when you know you guys go to the ring and spar with someone that's so good, you're like, you, you're when yeah. you first start, right? You're watching yeah. him. And you're like, Fuck, man, they're so good. You know, too much respect that you're like, I can't win. Yeah, but he was. Lou was even to the day that I stopped like BMXing and all that. He was that guy that was like. He would see what you did wrong, and he would just help. He would take his own time from riding just to help you, to help you, to help you, to help you. I know feel I mean? like BMX is it. it well, I, I not. I feel it's it's one of those extreme sports like snowboarding, yeah, skateboarding, like skateboarding, right? like, like, like we're like 
it, yeah, it's a culture where you see someone that has potential. You're like, man, I want to fucking help this dude. And with no, I want nothing back but just, you know, yo, no. gnarly, dude. Yeah, no, he, this dude is like, he was just one of those. And not just with me, with like anybody he rode with. He just like, just his knowledge, his knowledge is like, stop pedaling here, pedal here, or, you know, do this, do this. He was just, he was just like that. But it was, yeah, he would, I would say like, I really, really looked up to him and like his style was just, it was just flawless. You know what I mean? Like until the, literally riding with him till the day that I stopped like actually riding BMX and stuff and was still riding with him. Like I would still watch him and try to like, you know what I mean? Try to do what he's, he's doing like, right. you know, and, it, and that was in my thirties, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, late twenties, no early thirties. So, so when did you, when did you hang up the, what were you called? The shoes? Yeah, so I haven't raced since I'm, I forget. So what, wait, what is I, that called when you retire from racing? You're hanging up the shoes. That's what it is. Because they clip pedals? in, or yeah. the pedals. They don't. I, hanging I up don't, the bike. I don't, I don't think there's anything. Putting the bike. Hang it up. Putting the bike up for at the garage sale. Yeah. Sell the bike. So I uh, I had that really bad wreck in. So I won the title in 2000. I could be off like a year, like by the exact year, just because of how the BMX schedule goes. So I think 2012, I won that title. And then the following year, I was going to go to the world championships in Holland. And I think two months before it, I don't know if you remember this, but I had that really, really bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had bleeding on the brain. Oof. I broke my back, my yeah. elbow, my just, that's, I just mangled myself. That's what yeah, stops I, me from the extreme stuff. You, That's it. I think there yeah. you go, Dan. That's it. Every one of these guys in the culture with you guys, BMX, skateboarding, surfing, snowboarding, you got to be willing to be like, I'm going to well, break my back. It's, it's called, and we'll get, we'll, we'll get into it when I'm we like, talk about his nope. son. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's riding on the edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And then like, yeah. but even when I was, so I crashed so hard yeah. that like, I like tried to, you know, my first instinct was try to get up. So I like, got up, I was just speed wobbled out. Right. And like puking in my helmet. And then like everything went snow white, literally snow white. Like I can't even. There's no Can you way. take us like I've, there's video of it no? Yeah, yeah, there's a video. Of Can it. you tell us like what, like what are the what speeds are you hitting in a BMX race? So I mean, it all depends on the track. If it's a more of a downhill track or a flatter track, right? Just vary. give us a generic. So uh, I would say thirty. Yeah, twenty-five. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, about that. And you and, have uh, a thinner helmet than a, a motocross helmet, but yeah, a yeah, full yeah. shield. Full feel, full face helmet, you know, DOT approved. You're, and, cl and I, you're clipped into your pedals. Yeah. Which, like, at those speeds, putting your leg down isn't really doing shit. No, and, and we're so experienced. Like, we ran those clip pedals for so long, we can get out of them really, really, like, really, really fast. So where you can, like, kind of toss yeah, the yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can get, you can get out of them quick. Like, you, we've all ate shit so many times. Mm, right. Like, just, Especially just at that level. To, yeah, we just know how to eat shit. Right. And obviously, at that time, I didn't eat, I didn't. So yeah, run us. Can you run us back through like what happened in that accident? So get graphic I, with it too. I had been doing like I've been I had been doing like this this line. It was like so it was the last straightaway. It was like a rhythm section, and I was doing so it was basically like the easiest way to describe it. It was like kind of like four obstacles, right? So like I was jumping and landing on my back wheel. And manual through the last two. Right, right. right. So because that rhythm quick. section is like small bumps, right? Like little moguls yeah, that consistent. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So 
when I jumped and went to put my back wheel down, I put it down a little bit too soon. Mm-hmm. And Which sent set to uh, like on the knuckle. Uh, yeah, uh, head first. Uh, I just, I just, my head just buried the next one. Oh, and man. that was just, that was just it. It was just, you know, it was just game over from there. So you come, you, as soon as you hit, you pop up. You don't fucking know which way's left yeah, or right. Yeah, so I popped. I popped up, and I thought I like knew what was going on. Like you're good. And I was just like you know wind knocked out of me. You know, right. All that. And so I like I got up because it was at the finish line, and I seen little kids there, and I was like, this is gonna fucking scare them. And I'm I was always like with BMX trying to get kids involved. Mm-hmm. Right, right, sport. right. And like it was a practice night, so people like on practice nights, people can come there like for their first time, right? And it's like. The finish line was kind of by the concession stand. All the parents oh. and shit are hanging out. So it's like, oh. I, you don't want to scare you. Like the first, and, yeah, you know what I'm A saying? generation like, of BMX up. kids. Yeah. I jumped up and just folded, man. It was like I speed wobbled and just wobbled and wobbled. And then, like, I just dropped. And, every, like I said, when everything got white, I was I was pretty calm until everything got white. white. I literally thought, I, as crazy as it sounds, like I thought that I went blind. Really? So. It felt it realistically was probably for maybe five to ten seconds, but in all honesty, it felt like it was like ten minutes. So handsome, beautiful oh, Rob is man. like, you know, he was he was going to be a doctor before. He's like, I want to train athletes. Yeah. What part of the brain affects the eyes? Back of the head, smack the back of the head. You can hit your optical nerve. I mean, at that point, that's probably what like happened. Go- no? Yeah, sure. If you went head first, you don't know what you were hitting, and you were throwing up and puking too, right? You said. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. vomit. Woo. That shock. Yeah concussion yeah. and then yeah. down out did you go out after that like so or... no i didn't oh, go okay. out all right um, like when it's kind of like when jeremy stevens <laughs> needs you in the face yeah. <laughs> similar but i actually still take so i didn't I throw some, up i had some bleeding on the brain oh I yeah jeez this okay. day take um you didn't throw up yeah i gotta take like blood thinner pills oh wow so okay so i won't have like a seizure yeah. just or a clot or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so um because the headaches were so fucking gnarly after that. And then, like, when I was going to the neurologist, mm-hmm. so they wanted to give me the, you know, I won't take nothing prescription. Like, there's right. just, there's zero chance. Like, most of my family were addicts. It's just, so you don't want any of it. Yeah. Like, it's just how I grew up. I'm just against all that stuff. I'm just, there's no way. Cause it, it, I, it just go downhill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I battle with that. And then, you know, we did those blood thinning things and that, that actually helped like a lot, but I still would have the gnarliest headaches, like Jeez, in the back of my back head, head for years and they'd come and they'd go. Right. So it ended up being, I go to the eye doctor just for shits and giggles and we do this eye test. And my one eye on the side where I hit my head was like super weaker. Oh, wow. Than the other one. So I, I didn't even say this to mm-hmm. the doctor. I didn't tell him about my accident right. or anything. Just like, you know, I got these headaches and He's yeah, like, yeah, were yeah, you yeah. in a car accident? I'm like, I'm not really yeah. a car accident. Yeah. Like, did you get hit in so, the side of the head by a car? No. So then I, then I ended up explaining it to him. And then, dude, I got glasses and I have, it's been since not last, yeah, last February or whatever. I have not had a headache since. Oh, right. So yeah, it's like so. all these years I went fucking dealing with these headaches and, you know, ended up being something as easy as, as a pair of glasses. Easy as a pair of glasses. Yeah. Or just, yeah, don't take a. 30 mile an hour BMX yeah, fall to the head. That could have saved it too. But hey, I mean, so yeah. no guts, no glory. Am I right? Yeah. So, I, so I tried this, to come back from, I did, yeah, I actually no. did come back from that. So I, obviously I missed Holland. Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, I was like, Oh, I'm going to make it back for Holland. Yeah. Holland. And right. like, 
I don't know what I was thinking, but reality is I didn't all competitors have yeah. that mindset. Get right back on. Yeah, yeah. So, so I ended up coming back to the the finals, which is Thanksgiving week. It's actually coming up soon. I went to the to the Grand Nationals, which is basically the Super Bowl for BMX, mm-hmm. and that was my first race back. And um, I killed it, man. Like I made the main. I I got. I think I got third overall. It was uh, that was two months after. No, it oh. was so. This happened in July, and the grands were this in November. November. October, November. So oh, um, months after, it was pretty. Oh, it was man. it was pretty crazy. So but I mean, I. So real quick, the Michael Jordan of BMX can he live off that income? Oh yeah. Sure. So I I think I think the more I've learned about just you know sports and obviously brand, you know it's there's there's when I was doing it. You know, there was probably five of the top, you know, the Michael Jordans, you know, right. that were above that were above me, obviously, that were making a living. Right. Um, now, if I had a guess and I could be totally wrong about this, but the sport hasn't it definitely hasn't um, progressed any like with outside sponsors mm-hmm. and purse money and all that stuff. So I would say, you know, three to five. And it's an Olympic sport now. It's right. harder. It's harder than it's ever been. Yeah. And these guys were literally sacrificing their lives, you know, their health, their, yeah. you know, everything for it's for the top of the top. So picture the Michael Jordans of BMX. It's and like this weekend, they'll probably have 50 to whatever it is. Um, elite pros. And well, this weekend it might be a little bit different because it's the final, so it might be more. But at a regular national, you know, and this is people from all over the country, and there are eight, only eight people make it to the final, right? So you got to go through right. all that qualifying. So if 50 people show up or 100 people show up, the win, which is so goddamn hard to do, is $1,000. That's insane. That's ridiculous. Well, now, That's who crazy. are the big names? <clears throat> who are the big names um, in BMX? Like, I'm thinking of so, like TJ Lavin, I know of. Matt yeah, Hoffman, so those, those are so all his those, boys. So those guys were, um, those guys were dirt jumpers. So they made money, right? Those dirt jumper guys, they made, they made, they made loot in the day. Um, but like right now, BMX wise, um, it's like, you know, Joris Daudet, he's from France. You know, Connor Fields, he actually won the Olympics last last go around. He's from Vegas. Um, uh, honestly, the. South Americans and the Frenchies kind of are running the show yeah. right now. You so know, if, the if they're called dirt jumpers, what is your style called? It's just BMX. Racing, it's just BMX. Because like yeah, right? I remember going to a park and he, he was there with you know a couple of locals and like watching him like send this bike. I don't what 15, 12 feet in the air. I just like just throwing it around like nothing, and I'm like, what? Like I'm like looking at the jump. Well, they make it look so easy. Yeah, and I'm like, I think I could do that. And then when I, when you're no actually chance. there in person, you're like, nah, I'm good. No you're doing like bunny hops. I'm good. No, you don't are, even touch the ramp. Are these guys the same guys doing um the uh the uh the uh, mountain bike cross too? And are you that's guys different. Do that? So, so yeah. it is, but it's funny. A lot of guys that do both. Or? They end up switching over okay. to mountain biking. Okay. Um, is I there more money in mountain biking? I don't know how that works. This is the problem with. So Cause you're you, like. I don't know. Let's say you were, what, seven years younger? You would be in mountain biking now. 
No? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like, mean, it's completely Because my older brother started mountain biking. He was like, yo, I know you're into biking. You're good. Come come ride with me. Joey goes a few times like, oh, this is my shit. Man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, so, like, Dennis, or Dennis's brother's been trying to get me to, like, mountain bike for, like, the last two years. And I was just like, nah, 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 nah. nah. And then, like, so this year I finally did it. And, like, I would have never had the finances to be able to do this when I was yeah. younger. But it's so fucking badass. Like, it's insane. I would have. It's like, insane. If have I, you ever you mountain biked like downhill? No, not, no. not legit. Like when I, I've gone like one or two times, I went one time in California. I went one time with Dean. When I'm done, my fucking <laughs> hands are like this. But these dudes are throwing backflips now. I'm watching. I I watch like the. It's on TV. They have like the Red Bull series and stuff. Yeah. They're doing oh, backflips off of cliffs. Like I can't. I cannot believe what these guys what's, are doing. What's the damage on those bikes? That For, those, I don't. Twenty five grand. So, so, I mean, some of them are really, really expensive. Like the one that I got in April was 3,500 right. and it's not a, it's obviously it, it's really a good, good. Bike, right. It, it's nothing like the pro know, level that the guys, guys are doing. Yeah. Like I'm looking at one right now that I ain't, I ain't going to be able to, I'm trying to sell my bike. Like the one that I, that I want right now, it's like, it's like $8,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But to you do know what I mean? Do now. Yeah. And, and you said and like that's the- not even that's not even a top of the right. Shit. I mean, it's a great bike, right? But it's like it's but it's like anything, right? The, there's just so many different levels mm-hmm. to, to everything, and yeah, they're crazy. Uh, but I'm having, a, you know what? Like, so BMX was my like drug, right? Right, and so since I stopped BMXing and like I'm a workaholic to keep my son, you know, and his goals right now going, like I had that three year void of just nothing, right? All, like all I did was work, 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 work. And then it's like thinking money will make you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just work stress. And it's just all you think you go home, you think about my work. And then I got this mountain bike and I started doing this. And I was just doing it one night a week, Wednesday nights. And it's like it fucking broke up that stress where like I was like a, a little like a kid again. Like I couldn't wait to go ride my BMX bike. Well, now it's like fuck, I couldn't wait till Wednesday nights. Like me and my buddy Dean are going to do these because we do these group rides with this older group that have been doing it for 25 years. And it's a fucking blast. Yeah, it's like it's awesome. 15, 20 guys. And it's like, it's, they're awesome. And like when I first started in the spring, I wasn't really good. Like they just, they took you under their wing, these old timers and they're like teaching you shit. And it's, it's just like, it reminded me of like, there's this old guy that does these rides, he's Gary. And he's been, you know, doing it for a hundred years. And he kind of took me under his wing, kind of like Lou did when I raced mm-hmm. BMX. It reminded me of him. Like he was like, he just little things. He would teach me and help me. Like that's what those guys are. What's what's the trail uh, up from the north south lake that brings you back down the Palinville? I um, went with like Ryan Clark and Dean, and I had a three hundred dollar mongoose from Walmart. <laughs> well, so you guys have a, is- you guys have like a mecca over there though, right? So you guys are. I didn't. It's a huge. Uh, kind of population you guys bmxing and not a biking? mecca i would not say really? like not, no? not like not too many people from saudis are like yeah i'm going mountain biking like this weekend a lot of dudes from upstate it's like New people York, come Vermont, it's like people come or, from all yeah. over yeah where are they so, where are you guys like getting like is it vegas are a lot of guys coming from vegas no. um, oh bmx wise yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um so i think I think it's like with that. So Florida was re- Florida's really, really big with BMX. Okay. You ride all year round. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when I was racing, like really seriously racing pro and doing, you know, the whole series, 
you know, in the winter times, I'd either go to Florida. Most of the time I went to Got Florida. It. A few times I went out um, to California with my buddy that was training me at the time. He he actually won an elite pro title. He was from Australia, my buddy Kalen Young. He was he trained me the year that I won my title. So I went out to California a little bit. But um, Florida's, you can't beat Florida, man. And especially in the wintertime. Yeah. And there, there's literally so many tracks. It's like just pick from you know just pick yeah so <laughs> now i want to i want to transition a little bit so like before you had your bad crash you had a son yeah you well, had, had you had already gotten him into bmx cycling yeah was so he already two... in a dirt bikes by the time you had your crash uh, uh, sort of so he, so I had TJ, what, when I was 18, 19, somewhere around there. And, um, he stopped. So I got, I was still, I was still a complete fuck up. Like for right. the first three years of TJ's life, like I was a dad, but reality is I really wasn't a fucking dad. Right. I was, you know, I was too worried about hanging out with everybody and doing all that bullshit. But like I said, when I got to like 21 is when I really started taking it serious. I got TJ was riding. I had him riding a bike with no training wheels at before he was three. He was racing at three years old. So, and then he was racing nationals with me, you know, because he's a three time national. Yeah, he wanted, he was a three time national champ too. And he did dirt bikes on and off. Um, and then, like, he just came to me once. So he raced BMX until he was like 10, 11 about 12 and then he just came to me one day and he was like ah oh, dad i don't want to do this no more and i'm like Fuck. like we were on the same factory teams like we were on the same team together so i'm, I'm which is cool the- man that's really yeah, cool like, Fuck. i'm traveling the country with my son like we're racing on somebody else's dime like we're just it was just i'll never be able to explain how yeah was. you're it was like fucking so- dale earnhardt and fucking Dale Jr. Yeah, it was it was shaking bake, and like he was really good, and it was like it was just such a it was just so badass. Um, nothing nothing will ever like beat the years that yeah had this racing. It's only downhill from here for you now. I know, dude. And then he comes to me and he's like, and he was he was really really good at it, and he's like. Yeah, I don't think I like, and so he like was he was crack. His voice was crackling. Like he was afraid to do it, and he was going through puberty. Yeah, he's like, Dad, I don't think I want to like race no more. And I, I was so like not like a bitch. I was so broken hearted, bro. I was like, like, like it was just like, but what was I gonna do? I'm like, right. he was, I was just bummed because he was really, really good, mm-hmm. right? And I do think, I mean, we never know, right? But I really think he had a shot at at going someplace maybe maybe not whatever right right but it i just like i and but then it's like what do you do i'm not gonna force my right. kid to go to the races with me mm-hmm. for my own just right. to be selfish right like, hate it after all yeah he ain't gonna want to hate and i can understand and it got boring like so he was winning a lot like he won a lot and then it was like bmx it's kind of like you you race because you go through all these qualifiers, so if you win your first race, you kind of sit around all day till the final. Mm-hmm. So it, I get where it's like it's boring and all that stuff. And motocross, you know, it's just like race, race, race. You're like you're just racing. So, Dad, I don't want to fucking do BMX anymore. I want to. Yeah. I want to race motorcycles. I want to yeah. race dirt bikes. That's not that so, bad. That's pretty cool, right? Like hang on. transition, yeah, like okay, yeah. But you had all already right. had your fucking bad accidents. 
on a bicycle, your son yeah. wants to go six times faster than that and do. Th and how much higher? Like how? Yeah, hit bigger yeah, yeah. ramps with okay. the same protection, but and you're like, where is there more money in motocross or BMX? So there's, if you make it, there's more money in motocross. Yeah. If you make it right, um, but also like motocross, there's a lot more opportunities to make money. Like for example. He rides for, or his gear sponsors, Fly Racing. He's been with, I raced for Fly my whole entire BMX career. He raced for Fly when he raced BMX, and then he's still racing for Fly. Like, so they have That's pretty dope. Yes, it's really, like, they're like family. They're, yeah. It's just like, they're just so awesome. They're just such an awesome group. So they have, like, a contingency. Like, he just got a, his uh, contract for 2020. So there's so many different ways for him to make money with them, right? Like, they give... They give you so many opportunities, you know, if you win an LCQ, well, if you make the, the night show, you get a certain amount of money. If you win an LCQ, you get a certain amount of money. If you get, you know, with first, an LC too, LCQ, LC, so an LC, yeah. So for example, like at the Supercross races, they only take 20. Well, back up a little bit. Cause the people that are watching this probably don't know shit about motocross. Yeah. Your son had to do like the... The amateur leagues, if you will, of like riding, like not, to, not in arenas. He was riding like yeah, yeah, in yeah, the no, woods, we, like in, yeah. We we went through like the amateur ranks with with that, and uh, how long did know, that went, take? So he again, he started late in motocross, like I did in BMX. You know, most kids have been racing motocross, been racing since they're five years old, and you know, all the way through. We didn't start racing until he was. I didn't. He didn't go to his first training facility until he was a teenager. I right? believe fifteen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's late. Yeah. So again, wet, a really, really late start. And when he was doing it, you know, he was doing it kind of inconsistently before, you know, racing locally. And, right. Right. You right. know, his uncle take him here, take him there, because that was kind of their thing. You know, it was Crystal. You know, Crystal was with you know roger at the time and roger raced you know growing up and so they got tj actually into it so honestly it was like their thing i was away racing bmx and they were doing the motocross thing um because that's how we got into it and then you know some things had changed and then you know uh i kind of had to put the racing on the back burner and it was uh you know either help tj with his career and put mine to the side. Well, not that mine was a career, because you know, it's not like I was making a living off of BMX, but put my, you know, dreams, my dreams to the side. So I was like, I lived my dream. You know what I mean? I was a, I, yeah. was, a fuck, I was a fuck up kid from Mount Marion Park that got to ride a little kid's bike on somebody <laughs> else, you know, on somebody else's dime, travel the country, you know, go to Puerto Rico, go here, go there, met some of the most fucking raddest people ever, um, and got some pretty badass memories out of all of it throw that to the side and now help this kid do his thing right. so that's what i did you know it's just just being a dad you know because he's like, he's what, what is he he's like 21 now no no nah, he's he's 20 okay but at you know so obviously he's done with high school he has his ged at what age are you like you know what no school you're gonna be homeschooled you're gonna ride full time so 15 so when i took him to that um the training facility for the first time. And I took him down to Georgia. So it was an opportunity had came to us kind of out of the blue to go there with, with a friend of TJ's um, who raced nationally. And he went to that facility every, every winter. Well, 
Um, his parents work a shit ton, and the, the person that was staying with him down there, it just didn't work out, um, whatever happened with that. So TJ and him were really good friends, so the parents actually came to me and were like, hey, listen, we need somebody to watch you know, our son down there. We know, you know, what if we bring TJ down there so he can take care of this opportunity and you kind of be the guardian for, you know, our son, et cetera, et cetera. So that's actually how we went down there the first year. But So you like, were just down there being a goddamn chaperone for... Pretty much. So, like, literally went down there with... It's crazy that they trusted you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, right? Fucking, <laughs> so, uh, so it was like, kind of, and it was like, but the situation was I had to take him out of school. You know, he's going to have to be homeschooled. Like, there's just so much of it, right? And like, right. Just, so I know what it takes to, like, with anything in life. Like, so with racing, with fighting, like you guys did and all, you know, with anything in life. Like, if you want to really make it, it's yeah. you're all in or you're not. Yeah. And I got a lot of shit from a lot of people. Like, you're taking your kid out of, out of school and all that stuff. But, like, it's you're all in. Or you're just not. You're not make, You're not going to make it. And anything in life, if you're not all in, you're not going to make it. I think that's what you were talking about earlier when you're like, what's the difference between really loving something and being passionate about it or trying to push yourself to that professional level? You can't do anything it's, it's else. Sacrificing things. You, yeah, yeah. You can't do anything else. It's got to be your life, your goal. These kids, so these told, guys are so good. Exactly. So I sat my TJ because I've never – TJ knows everything about my life, everything. I was an open book. Some may say uh, – I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I, I would, if my son asks me a question, I'm not going to lie. He knows that I was a hustler in the streets. He knows that I've done, made illegal money. He knows everything. I'm, I'll never hide anything from my son. I sat his ass down and I said, listen, I'm not going to pay the fucking mortgage for three months. I ain't paying my truck payment for three months. I ain't paying shit for three months. We're going to go down here. You're going to take advantage of this or you're not. And I, did, I didn't pay a fucking bill for three months because I'm a worker. Like, I've been a hustler my whole life, and I, I'm a worker. I'm going to go home. I'm going to lace my work boots up. I'll get myself out of the hole, right? Mm -hmm. And we went down there, and the kid just worked his ass yeah. off, worked his ass off. And to be honest with you, most of the time we were down there, like, because I couldn't afford to give them really good dirt bikes. So we were blowing dirt bikes. You know, we had used shit, and it was – like as a dad, I just was so broken hearted for the kid because he's like working his ass off in the gym. He's doing everything that I asked him to do, but his fucking dirt bikes are piles of shit. You know, they're breaking, they're this, they're that. But he did get like a lot better. But with anything I have, and I could be wrong about this, but I believe everything's a three-year process. Yeah. Right? Like the first year is just getting your feet wet. The second year is like, let's push the limits, right? And then the third year, it's like, like starting let's, a new business, you can't make money until the third year, they say. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, let's hit some goals, you know, mm -hmm. the third year. And he had the breakthrough year, like his third year there. Now, I was financially bet. Every year I figured out, because motocross is so expensive and it's it's 100% on me. What's what's the damage on, I don't know, funding a, a solid? Three, give, me, give me the three levels. Months, three months of work? No, so you're putting no, yourself like, in no. debt. Right. Well, no, he was just saying oh, just yeah, to even yeah. get up, just to get the kid started. Yeah, let's go three months in debt. So no, but after, like at that level, what? How much to run a fucking motorcycle for a year? So and training and shit. It's I mean a bike is eight thousand mm -hmm. dollars. You normally that's, and that's lower level now. 
that's a stock bike. Yeah. Bone stock from the dealership. You go and you buy mm -hmm. a dirt bike and you push it up the thing. Well, at his level, even amateur wise, when he got, you know, to the B class, to the, you know, to the A class, it's, you got to mod those motors. Like to have a competitive motor, you're talking 5G. So Jeez. picture going to a dealership and buying a, a bike for $8,000, bringing it home, taking the motor out of it before your kid even rides it, taking the suspension off it. You send the suspension to the suspension guy because I got to set it up for his weight, his skill ability, et cetera, et cetera. You take the motor out that's brand new, you send it to the motor guy. The motor guy mods it for five grand. So, you know what I'm saying? You're, you know, the suspension. It makes it less liable, reliable. Oh, yeah less reliable and then you're talking the fuel so for five gallons of race fuel for his dirt bikes 135 dollars what five gallons what yes was that, was that they got a monopoly on how that many, shit huh how many times you go around the track on that what, what, what's, so, like, what's your what's your you know a like... pal will a pal will last when he was doing outdoors you know as an amateur you mm -hmm. go through a pal a weekend oh okay so you know, if it's a three, or, you know, most most amateur nationals are you know three three days long. You, okay. have, you know, Thursday's practice, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Expensive but sport. Very expensive sport. So it's 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 crazy. I literally work my ass off for him to do this. All my bills are paid. I haven't since that one winter. I've never been late on a bill since. So I said I'll go all in. I I, was, I, I, I really hang on, Stan. I really hope we could clip this up. And someone sees this and is like, oh, I got this. Well, he's sponsored now too, right? Is he riding? For yeah, the team or but is that's just like team? in parts, kind of. He's still, you know, he's 20 well, years old. So he's got probably a couple bills. Yeah. 20, though. You finance, should, should... Like the finance part is 100% on, on me still. Okay. So I got to buy the bike. Mm -hmm. His, we, we have a really good suspension guy that we met down in Georgia that he took a liking to TJ, seeing how hard he works. So, He's been helping TJ ever since. Cause he's, he's like, Joe has hit me up on multiple occasions, seeing me at you know in the UFC and like seeing my work ethic and like what he's like. Hey man, my son's got to lose weight or his back's fucked up or it. this or like what? I mean, he comes at like, uh, like not that I have the answers, but like there's nothing to lose. Like he's well, you gotta, he's you got to ask people. Like you guys, you get fucked up every day, right? training right like it's like i don't i don't give a fuck how like you guys are you know you guys are doing your thing like it's like a, you know it's a hands-on thing like i'm sure every day you have so to so yeah so real quick before you go a little bit further as a father watching your son race i'm probably sure you might as be watching him like about to get in a fist fight um so i've so i've always taught tj this because it's just the right thing to do right like BMX, like all racings can get, you know, it's a contact sport. I've uh, done it. Out of the gate, you're fucking elbowing yes. and fucking and road rash. I've, take, I've taken people out clearly on purpose, put them over a corner or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've told you, even with BMX, if it comes to that, it don't matter what the situation is. If you take somebody out, you wait for them at the finish line. If you're man enough to take them out on the track, you have to be man enough to face them at the finish. There's wow. no reason to drag it all on, right? Like you... If there's a situation and you handle it on the track and you blatantly take them out, you have to face the person. And TJ's a pretty, he's aggressive, but he's not really you. dirt. He had, yeah, he hasn't had many situations, a couple situations. And I've watched them and he's about to sit way at the finish line and, you know, they fuck whatever they do. I, I never got involved. I'm not getting, I ain't getting involved. You're going to take care of yourself. 
if a parent got involved, then obviously. Right, right? Molly walk oh, motherfucker. At these points, 16, 17 year old kids, you know, they can take care of themselves, right. right? Like, I mean, nowadays, what are they doing anyway? Fuck you, and that's it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's just, he's kind of always been like that. But he, TJ's really, really well liked. Um, he's a real, real humble kid, and he, he gets along with, you know, everybody loves the kid, you know what I mean? So, I'm sure he's gotten some things at races that I wasn't at that. He he don't even talk about stuff. Whatever happens at the race, perhaps in the race, you just you just gotta leave it there. You know, it's like in the ring, you just leave it in the ring, right? Whatever right. happens, right, 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 it's over. Gonna, yeah, it's over. It's done. You ain't gonna change anything. What are, we, what are we gonna do? We just fought. Like yeah. we're, hey, like in a race, what are we gonna? What are you gonna beat me? We just raced. I just you know mm-hmm. I mean like you won, I lost. All right, so we'll race yeah. again next time. And so, you know, outdoors, there's 42 of them in the gate. You know, right? I mean? Like 42 make them. So it's like it, it's you know, it's it's. You know, at a professional level, it's a lot. It's a lot different. So where I was going with this is, like, I've got a cousin, nowhere near the level that your son is. This dude's broken his collarbone, broke his femur. He's broken a lot of shit. And I'm talking to you, like, TJ's gotten fucked up a few times. Like, you're sitting yeah. there watching it, like, what this, what's going through? Is like my son's dead, or he's oh, get up, you're good. Well, get off, race or again. like, like yeah, how do you deal with yeah. that? That's something. It's, it's tough, and you know what the toughest part is? So since he's turned pro, um, I don't get to go to his races. Like, I got to work all the time, right? Yeah. So I rarely get to go to his races. So that's what's heart-wrenching. It's like you never know, right? Like, you just don't know. And, and this year was a prime example. He was he was in um, Michigan at a national, and I was working, and I'm watching the, the times and practice on my phone, right? So I see his times. And uh, he was riding really, really good there. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. It gets red. A red flag comes up on the in the corner. That means they red flagged the practice. Somebody got hurt bad. The EMTs have to go out there. So um, right away, you're like, I I wasn't thinking anything because so it restarted right. So I see all the times going, and it showed TJ's time go right, but it did, the lap didn't change. I'm like, oh, that was kind of weird. So everybody's going through cycling through tj's not his name's not moving so then it's like what the fuck so i get a facebook message from a guy that i know i race bmx with his uh his nephew he was at the race and it was joey tj just crashed in front of me really bad and it's not good at all oh, man. And he knew i wasn't at that race because he had messaged me the night before saying hey you're gonna be be there i'll come see you said no tj's there i'm home working so I get that message. I, who am I going to get a hold of? Yeah. Right. He's in Michigan. So luckily his mother had went out to watch him, but she, I'm texting her. She can't find TJ. She had no clue. Like, cause oh. the track's so big. Like nobody knew nothing. It this one. I didn't hear what happened to him for an hour before he, he was already being rushed to the hospital. You know, he had collarbone was pretty much through his skin. Jesus. It was just, you know, they had to give, rush him in for emergency surgery mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's like, fuck, man. It's just like shit like that's what really, really sucks about not being able to go to the races. Because yeah. you, just, you just don't know. And that was like, you know, that was a really, really cr- bad crash. And then like seeing what his bike looked like and just it was it could have been really, really bad. Now, is that the worst of his injuries? What's what's he broken? He's broken. I mean, he's broken a lot of shit. But that had to have been the worst because it's nothing he did wrong. It was a mechanical. His front sprocket actually 
sheared the thing. It shot off. The chain wrapped up in the sprocket as he was going up the lip of a jump. So it sent him over the handlebars. Oh, man. Yeah. He, he was just. Over. Yeah, it was catapult. just game over. Yeah. yeah, he just catapulted. 30 feet. <laughs> yeah, but he's done, you know, ACL. You know, yeah. he's got ACLs, you know, wrists, collarbones. Um, I mean, it's a crazy it's just part sport. Yeah. Yeah. But what's crazy is it's, it's even like with BMX, like I've broken everything multiple times and it's just like i don't know it's maybe it's because i'm older but like nowadays it's like oh you broke your wrist all right we'll be back in four weeks right <laughs> you know that's yeah. fine i'll take that yeah, out like you guys doc- are out for like three months yeah his, <laughs> yeah his doctor guys are like well maybe six months i'll be back well you yeah. we're actually hitting with it <laughs> yeah yeah you know like this i just gotta just hang on the tossed rag you know i mean if you fall you're fucked Right. Well, the big thing with us is just like the concussions, mm-hmm. right? Because they're kind of, you kind of get tossed and you whack your head. And so that's like, that's, I'm okay with the other shit, right? It's part of it. Like you break your wrist, you break your collarbone, you break your ankle. They'll heal. They'll heal. It's just, it's bones. It's part of it. It's like, that's no big deal. It's just the only thing that like, that worries me is the, the concussion shit. Yeah. It's just... With the I don't CT know what, and shit yeah. and all that yeah. fucking... It, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. When I was a kid, like, I feel like I've had a hundred concussions, right? Oh! Like, so last time I spoke to you, you were asking about maybe his weight or his strength. And I was like, man, one of the big things I've been told is creatine. And he was concerned about his son gaining weight on creatine. Because for every, what's it, every 10 pounds is one horsepower on a motorcycle? Oh, okay. No, I think it's, I could be wrong. I think it's like every two or three pounds is a horsepower on a motor. I could see and that. And TJ's bigger. So, yeah. So, so he races a 250 class and like the, for, I can only afford to do, give him a certain motor package, right? Right. So he has to be as light as we can make him. Now the problem is he's six foot. Mm, he's a big guy. Yeah. And you don't see that a lot, really, in that, right? Yeah. And he's process? got really big quads yeah. and big ass from BMX racing. Right. Right. So right. 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 The rest of his body is like no no body fat at all. So he's so, just in shape. He's just bigger. That's a big dude yeah. to ride. Yeah. I said like a, um. How much does he weigh? So he never felt like as he's gotten older. So he says if he would get below one seventy five. He just wouldn't feel strong. His body. He wouldn't feel strong, yeah. right? He would just feel weak and fatigued mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it is physical, so, so you know he yes. has to be in real good shape to be moving that thing and everything. So it's like a double-edged sword. Because what, what do those do? bikes weigh? Four hundred pounds? No, I don't think they're that. Two hundred. You got to think. You're doing outdoors. You're doing thirty minutes plus mm-hmm. two laps. Right. So you're basically doing thirty-five minutes in the blistering heat. The track is gnarly as fuck. You know what I mean? And then Supercross, it's twenty. You know, it's whatever it is, 15 laps plus two. But the problem with Supercross, yeah, it, I mean, it's still gnarly and, and gets rough, but the intensity level is through the roof because it's right. a shorter race. And, and it's just, you know, there's, you got to take into consideration, you know, there's arm pump, there's this, there's that. And, you know, right. I mean, the amount of, the amount of lactic acid that builds up in your forearms sure. and then your, like, you have to have a death grip on that fucking thing. I mean, it's called riding on the edge where you just pretty much have the throttle fucking open the whole race. But the problem is if you're holding on to that, like dear life, you're getting arm pump. You get arm pump, done. You're done. Your arms are filled with concrete and it's game over. So he actually just recently, so he went back down to Florida for, you know, boot camp and everything for 2020 season, like the beginning of October. So he went down, he healed up from everything. 
he went down. Um, he was having some back issues still from that crash. So he ended up seeing a car, like two different chiropractors. Oh, there's nothing wrong with you know. And then he went to another chiropractor. I told you physical therapy was probably the move, right? Yes. Yeah, but it's dude and King here. It's so hard. Like, it's so hard to find somebody that understands what he does. Right. And nobody wants. It, nobody wants to. They're just jerk offs, right? Yeah. Like it's They're just. They're, they are. They're just jerk offs around here. So then he goes to a chiropractor that we met mountain biking. The guy sees him. He had three ribs out of place still from that crash two bones in his wrist that were out of place like this kid's been walking around since july like this puts all that puts them back together you know popping doing all this stuff he feels like a million dollars so he went down there and you know started training and all that stuff and uh he actually i think for three maybe a month he went vegan so he he was trying stuff because we needed to lose weight mm -hmm. yeah it was like like I wanted him to try to get to 170 pounds. He was like, I don't know, dad. You know, I'm like, dude, it's like, you got it. Some, somehow we got to try to lose some weight in these fucking legs that you got. Yeah. And, you know, if there's one stuff. thing I could put on that is like after it would probably be fasted cardio. No, Rob. Sure. A lot of cardio. Like we're yeah. just, I mean, keep his heart rate between 120 and 130 where he's just, just moving for, I don't know, anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour. You know, and that if he's running, that will trim down his legs. No? Sure. Yeah. What is he? So, which is cool now these days. And like, I was always into the skateboard culture, BMX, snowboard culture. None of these guys trained, like, they didn't have a strength conditioning coach. They didn't do all the stuff. Now you have to. There's like no way around it. Oh um, yeah. You have to. You have to. All these guys are so good. They're taking to the next level. They're training like all other professional athletes. Um, what uh because i'm sure he's in the gym what is this guy what are these these guys doing in the gym for bmx are they doing high reps are they doing power are they doing cardio so, a lot what so do they have he, him doing he's back with his trainer that mm -hmm. he had two years ago that we okay. had so much success yeah. with. um you know obviously he, he, he cycles a shit ton yep he runs Makes a sense. shit ton yeah mountain bikes a mm -hmm. shit ton um but he rides like at the training facility he rides the actual dirt bike got it. shit too yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? so it's it's obviously different days it's different things i don't right. really know his mm -hmm. his exact program because the trainer that we're back with i have so much faith in that program I don't, it. Even, yeah. I don't even question it and so what's crazy is tj was struggling with some arm pump mm -hmm. that he never had and you know cramping and all this stuff and he's like dad i don't know he went tried this vegan thing it's all gone Felt good, huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, if it works, uh, that sounds great. I mean, if it's good and he's just maintaining weight, which you said you wanted to get him down a little bit, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, down a little yeah. Bit weight. Yeah, I would say um, the less of the uh, actual high rep weight training is a little detrimental for those guys because it builds up mm -hmm. a decent amount of muscle size, but you're looking for endurance and you're looking to yeah. lose weight, which is kind of crazy. You think about it, you know, it's you don't think about these guys having to make weight, you know, like wrestlers and, and, uh, this mixed martial art guys and all that, they always need to make weight and maintain weight. But I guess, yeah, you have to be on a certain, uh, a certain weight class to ride those, the, you know, your, what is 150 CC class or 250 yeah. class. On I that. could see that so, similar, yeah. similar to like a jockey. Yeah. Rides yeah, horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You need exactly, to maintain. Exactly what you just um, said, like about yeah, a jockey. Cause he's yeah. got like, these the guys diet, are yeah. 130. Some of them are a hundred, between 130 yeah. and 160 pounds on 60 horsepower motorcycles, yeah. and it's like they ride them like, like it's unbelievable that like they just it's just 
crazy. Like how are you're how are you so little, but you're so and strong? You can you can whip 30. that bike around like that. Yeah, it's it's absolute it's absolutely crazy. And like TJ said, like he, he's trying this vegan thing. He feels really really good. I mean, I listened to Joe Rogan and it kind of got debunked, and I kind of <laughs> was giving it to him. You know what I mean? Uh, so. <laughs> I mean, it's all based on what works for them. You know, you can yeah, do yeah, vegan, yeah. you could eat meat, you Everybody's can do keto. Everybody's body is different hey, man, too. It's really hard to say what what diet's good, what diet's not. If it's working for him and he's doing good and he's making progress, keep it, do it. I, I know when I was making weight for a fight, I would eat less meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, I mean, he says, like, he's like, and he says, who knows if, how long I'll be on, but he says, As of right now, I have never felt this clean and, like, this free and this like just it just feels like a million dollars you know what i mean and uh and the arm pump's a huge thing like you yeah. get arm, arm pump you're, it's game over so if you're not getting arm pump at all because you're you know on whatever this vegan thing is you know what i mean i don't know much about it but just from you know some podcasts that i have listened to but it's like i mean i'm a meat guy i'm fucking i want meat like i want yeah. meat so you know what i mean like but yeah so it's it is what it is Oh yeah. <laughs> give um, us give us your best street fighting story. Give me a good Dean Bermudez including story. Including Dean Bermudez. Oh fuck, man. How many would you say you and Dean have scrapped in together? We've gotten a couple, so like you know, there's just fuck I was trying to think. Like I have a fucking so many of them I can think of that I wasn't you know, a few house party ones that he was in. So from the outside uh, like 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 what I've heard about Joe I've I've never been around these fights, whatever. I just always did the right thing, you know? Dennis always... Trouble trouble, trouble doesn't find you, you know? You, you gotta try trouble. and fall. Yeah, so Joey would be out looking at... No. Uh, He'd be pushing a guy but like no, Bob, I've been, gentleman. you know, yeah. <laughs> I've been told from people like, just, he would sleep people. Just one, wow. Whether they knew it was coming or not. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was never somebody like, I didn't go out like, I would I'm never, fucking someone out tonight. I would never randomly disrespect somebody or et cetera, but right. I was never, you know, I would never, I mean, you're not disrespecting me. We're not going to, it's just not happening. Right. And like, and again, if you're with, I don't care what anybody says. Like if you have a problem with fucking Dennis and I'm there, I'm getting involved with it. Like I love my friends. Like we all grew up tight together. It's just, you have an issue with one of them. One of us, you have a problem with all of us. And that's just, that's just how we grew up. No matter if it's right or wrong and, Oh, you know, there were five of you. There was two. Like, it doesn't matter what the situation is. That's just what it was. And that's yo, how we I remember, Yo, Joey, do you remember the one time I had a problem? With, I was living in Pennsylvania. I had a problem with this dude in Baltimore. I called my brother Dean. I'm like, yo, this dude, it's going down. He's like, give me a sec. He called him, his boy Phil. We had, like, one other dude. Like, all right, tonight? <laughs> Drive to Baltimore? Yeah. So like, they were going to come from them. New York. I was going to meet them in Pennsylvania, and we were going to go fuck this dude up. And whoever, it didn't matter if he had 30 people. We were like, the five of us are going to go fucking, it's going down. And the dude, I don't know, the dude ended up being like, nah. Or he stopped, like, answering my my, my text or whatever. I was like, you little pussy. Well, now, there's another dude. We won't give we won't say his name or give him any recognition, but there's a guy from up by where you are, Joey, that wants to fight Dennis. Nice. Oh, no, fuck that guy. He'll probably <laughs> fucking murder him. Who, what's his name? I don't remember his name. Oh, fuck. But yeah. It's a Roth. It's a Mark Roth. Why would Mark Roth want to fight you? He's constantly. He, do you know he's? He like D, messages our no, fan Dean, page. Dean told me he got lumped up at a party one time, whatever, because he he just he runs his mouth. 
he's constantly messaging like the fan page like yo let's have a fight at canton's field i'm sure you'll get a lot of people come buy tickets oh, and i'll fuck and i'll fuck you up i'm like dude what are you you're shot <laughs> He's trying to make a name for himself. Well, no, because he said something one time on like on a page, and I was like, "Yo, Dean, who the fuck is this?" And Dean was gonna go fuck him up, but Crystal talked him out of it. I was like, "All right." <laughs> that would be a pretty good show, though. Oh, it'd be hilarious! It'd be a great man show. Hang on, this dude that's going to his head right now. I was like, "If I see him, I'll probably fucking smack him." Yeah. Anyways. We, yeah, we had Dean when Dean was up here, and we showed Dean. Dean got a little riled up. Dean was like, "I'll go fight this guy as soon as I get back to." Well, no. Oh, Stan, you're supposed to. And then it turned into, "Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go to Sagaris and fight the guy at Canteen Field." <laughs> <laughs> like high school shit. Meet me at the field. That's yeah. how you do it. Like, Bro, but like uh, the guy's an idiot. He wrote like, "Yo, we're gonna sell tickets for fifty bucks a pop. I bet we sell ten thousand tickets." Uh, no, there's not even ten thousand people in Socrates, is there? That's probably the population. So, but that would have been a good that would have been a good payday for you guys. It would have been. Yeah. What are you gonna fifty fifty with this guy? I don't know. The play, but as soon as we start selling tickets, I'm sure it's gonna get shut down by the cops or fucking something. There's no way you could legitimately do that. Like set up an event on Eventbrite, street fight at Canteen's Field. See how far you get. I mean, has it been done before? I don't know. You should try. No, the, it it would never yeah. happen. Too, many, too much logistics uh, that would stand in the way of that happening. But would you do it if you could? Yeah, I would fight the guy. Hang on, you know, you know, you know what's really funny? I was like, I think I was like 1-0 pro, and I know like Dean and those boys, like, they like, yeah, like they, they don't ask questions. Like, they'll fight anybody. But I remember like, yo, Dean, we should have like a fight club at your house. And like, <laughs> I'll fight your friends, and like, we'll fight for money. And Dean was like, are you fucking stupid? They're not gonna fight you, you asshole. Like, you actually like... You're a pro fighter. I was like, what? You guys actually think I'm a pro fighter? Yeah, you know? what are you talking about? I won one fight on this yeah, giant yeah. program? Well, no, because the thing is, I'm the younger guy. I'm right. like the little, you know. <laughs> what was that? What you, what I didn't know I had the respect for these guys. <laughs> now they're like, oh, he's pro. Yeah. I know one guy who <laughs> kicked Dennis's ass. Dean Bermudez. <laughs> Didn't or did? Or can? Thinks he can. Oh, thinks he sucks. He, he, thinks, he thinks if it's on the feet, he's got a chance. Stand he's got it. a striker's chance. I like it. Does Dean train? No. no, not at all. Just still thinks yeah, he can, he can he get trains you. On, he trains on Wednesday nights when we go mountain bike. There you go. Did he go uh, oh, that's, that's tomorrow perfect. night. You guys are going tomorrow night, right? No, nah, I think it's over with. So we did that. Um, we did uh, last Wednesday night. was like, well, that, so those old timers, they go all winter long. That he oh, said. Man. How did they do the that? Snow. They got the fat tires? Yeah, so they got fat tire bikes that... Um, that, and I guess they have snowmobiles that they like pack the trails down with. Okay. So they just wow. they do that. That's so, cool. I, mean, I, I love it. I've been having a good time with it, but I'm I don't love it that much. So right. I'm not gonna go out there. But so I think last so last Wednesday we did our ride, and then afterwards they have every year I guess they do a big uh, Thanksgiving dinner thing. So uh, yes, we did that, and that's it. Oh, you went to it? Yeah. So we rode. Last did you Wednesday. Irish goodbye it? What's that? Did you Irish goodbye it? Yes. He's the king. The king. Of the Irish goodbye. Yeah, he'll, he'll come over. He'll pregame with you. Go out with him. And then you'll be like. Where'd he go? It'll be like 1, one thirty. Like, where the fuck Joey go? I like that. Just gone. I got to go home. I got things to do. You don't know where he went. Hey, yeah, it's, it's take you so know if he's to okay. say goodbye you to everybody. He, yeah. There's an art to it. The no. Irish goodbye. Oh, he's amazing. It's hard to do. Yeah. At this point, no one gets mad anymore. Like, oh, it's, you know. He it's left. about that time. Makes sense. He went home. Yeah. Uh, where's Joe? I'm a yeah. It's fuck. It's eleven o'clock. Past my bedtime. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> See you.
What do you want to stick around and say goodbye? To do you everyone? have the Do you have the one story? Do you have one story before we end? Of what? An Irish goodbye? Fist no, fight. Dean. Fist fight. I can't remember. I I think he was at like this house party fight that one night that we were in. But I can't remember exactly. Do you have a re- like? Do you have a good reason why a fight started? Who you know? I, mean, I don't. You don't know the names of who was there. How many there people never, were involved? Probably ninety uh, percent of the fights we got into. I honestly don't even know what the fucking reason that we got into the fight was. Is this high school? High school fights. Like mm-hmm. a Cafaldo or Decker said something after high inappropriate to somebody. Nah, well, pushed, that was, and then, that was all. I mean, with Derek and them, that was like all, half the. Dude, half the honestly, half the fights that I got into, I never even fucking started. It was just like, you know. That's was, Stan says the same. That's thing. my friend. I don't get into any fights yeah. that I start. Yeah. yeah, it's like fuck. How did this like, happen? Just, I'll yeah. finish them though if you get within arm's reach of me. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Or you're turned around like you're, you're at a party, you're talking to chicks and shit, and you turn around like your whole entire crew is just fucking fist fighting behind. <laughs> you. Like, yeah, then you got to do like, something. Yeah, that's what happened that night that that night that I got stabbed. That's what happened. Oh, that's it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You <laughs> said you don't have a story. story. That's an excellent story. That let's like a let's good one. bring that story. Was Dean there? If Dean wasn't there, it's okay. I want to hear the knife. No, story. I think Dean might. There you go. Me. All right. This is a great story. Yeah. So, house party? Nope. It was a it was a woods party. Okay. Uh, yeah, this party in the woods. Party in the yeah, woods. It was a woods party. Like so, I a, was actually, a bonfire. A nice okay. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a fight had broke out with like just everybody was was fighting, right? So because I another town up. came, like Kingston came or some shit. It was yeah, or like the, Orianta, Aniora, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like or Woodstock, like Antiora, Woodstock. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that had broken out, and like like Jeremy and like they were just mopping these dudes, right? So it was not even worth like it was just like oh cool they're talking. So I was talking to these chicks. And, <laughs> My and boys are good. They so she's like Joey, watch out, and so she like kind of like grab my shoulders and turn me like turn me around and like I look so this dude's like running at me swinging his arms so I like look behind me like where the fuck is this guy going right, right? at you so, so <laughs> he, he gets closer so he's running towards me I clap this dude so hard so he, he folded but when he folded so he was running towards me he folded and he fell forward arm, he kind of hugged me right so he had a knife in his hand oh so when he did that that shit just went four inches down you know in my back but i'll, I'll I, hug behind the back yeah holding so on kinda like like he like out cold I, he went this way yeah. yeah he was out so like i threw him on the ground and just started kicking him in the face yeah. and i didn't <laughs> even know starting to break i didn't even face. know i was stabbed right at all. Like i had no clue because you know your adrenaline right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right right and then um my buddy jeremy i hear yo i got stabbed and so i like look over and his leg is just gushing like 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 where his quad muscle goes into me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude, you got fucking. You got to go, go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, so then the fight really broke out. Like, shit just got crazy. Like, All these guys got. Like, you guys are trying to kill us. Yeah, like their cars, were, their windows were getting busted out. It was so I went and tried to get the one dude out of. I grabbed the door handle, and I remember pulling the door handle and just getting squirted in the face. Like, what the fuck? And I wipe my face, and it's just nothing but blood. I'm like, like where's this from? What's this from? And then, then I feel like my back's all warm. Mm. And then one of my buddies was like, yo, your fucking back is covered in blood. And he pulled my shirt away. And, it, you know, I was, I got stabbed. Nice. So, yeah, that, okay. was, that was a fucking cool night. What town was that? Those guys roll with knives, huh? 
Bunch yeah, of dudes exactly. in that town. Jesus Christ. Good old bonfires. Well, and probably. I mean, up in Aniura, they're a little. They're like more in the mountains. Uh, you know, they're probably. They probably they have, have like knives like, on them all the time. No, like they have uh, like pocket knives. Probably got it. Got it. See, stands keep them arms length away. They can't stab yeah. you to keep them arms length away, right? Stan? Bro, that shit happens here too. I've had many knife fights where people got stabbed and shit. I've never been. You stabbed. have not had a knife fight though. You have. Not I've had an. I've been oh. involved in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't get. Oh, stabbed. you brought the knife out too. I've punched a kid who had a knife got and it. was like coming. Yeah, mm. I've, I've been in those. Where knives. on that corner where Kusamana was at? Yeah, there have been knives on that, and so, then there've been knives at like we used to have fights on Halloween. Is this a whoa knife fights on Halloween? Is this we a Lindenhurst have, knife fights? Yep. Lindenhurst is kind of like what is what is it the Mount Mount what, where are you guys Mount Marion Mount Marion kids I, I get it we're yeah. at parties you see Lindenhurst roll up and you're like uh oh uh oh yeah, Rob, Rob's Rob's like a rich kid he lived in like the whitest neighborhood on Long Island uh, no I just moved there yeah I like West Islip is worried about Lindenhurst but nobody else is worried over. about Lindenhurst they call they call oh. it White Islip yeah. they here on Long Island they got in trouble for it it's from the news recently it's pretty for ridiculous what? calling it White Islip yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I grew up in North Babylon, then I moved to West Iceland. Oh, so okay. North Babylon's yeah. legit. Yeah, North yeah. Babylon can get a little. North ba- there's some knives in North Bab. Yeah, North Babylon wasn't 100%. worried about Lindenhurst coming over. No, That's true. not at all. Yeah. How, how far are you guys from like Shoreham? Uh, it's a trip. Yeah, we're like I don't know, forty minutes, right? I'd say forty minutes. Because there's a track over there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's I know yeah, some yeah, guys yeah. who do ride over there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right, I used to race nationals over there. Yeah, it's out east. It's closer to yeah. Montauk over there, but it's uh. And out there can get real ghetto. I'll get some knife fights out there. That's definitely man, yeah. some some of the best BMX BMX riders in the Northeast, maybe even the country, have came out of Long Island. Man. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. I have so, one of my neighbors; his kids ride motocross and BMX too. I guess it's a big. Well, thing. I mean, if you think about it, Long Island has like a, a very high amount of money mm-hmm. to get the kids the best training. They I guess can you, get. yeah, yeah, yeah. And just but these are actually they're just they were just always super talented and like skilled like their skill level was always like and it wasn't just like what you know it's always like it wasn't most areas like have a couple like really good ones like it seemed like all of those dudes from the island were just so yeah, I guess that's it yeah they were just so dirty their their skill level was just crazy probably only the good ones left here what do you mean like if you, you couldn't like if you couldn't compete here like why would you go anywhere else gotcha a lot of them are still never even left there they're just still yeah. Tra- yeah 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 like that you know and and they a lot of them that did make it that were like badass were like before my time that actually like made but that yeah man so much talent has came off that island makes sense. well because we've never tackled bmx or motocross or yeah whatever. i was feeling crazy we didn't have a guest tonight really so i was just like man i've wanted to like Talk to TJ. Wanted to talk to you about TJ and just like I don't know, he's like a professional athlete. He, no, not like he is a professional athlete, and just you know he trains like a professional athlete. He lifts in the morning. He works. Mm-hmm. He does cardio. He diets. All these extreme dudes do. And I just don't think you know, like what what speeds are they hitting in in the arena? Forty five. 60? I, I, you'd have to ask TJ. I don't really know the exact speeds that they're hitting there. What what but, heights are they hitting on these on these ramps? Oh, 40 feet? It's Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're jumping like 75 foot long triples. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, well, even like I was saying before Menace rudely interrupted is we yeah, can keep this you. conversation going all night because this is uncharted territory for us. So let's yeah. definitely do this again. Let's try to get your son on sometime. We could definitely do a three-way, figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're interested in hearing about it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Our fans get, are as well. Yeah, I got to go home and go to sleep. I got to yeah, work yeah. in the morning. 
Right. Yeah, you got a you got a ring, TJ. Up, he's been he's actually been texting me. He was all when I texted him, he was kind of, he was all excited. I was like, oh. yeah, we'll we'll get him on. Uh, oh, so what? Were we supposed to call him the whole time? I don't know. Dennis texted me that. Well, I wanted to do a three way, but he said he was in like a faulty. It oh, was, he's doing. We would have had to yeah, call yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. So we yeah, couldn't have right. fa- we couldn't Facetime him and call his son at the same time. You haven't figured that out. We would have had to do no, a three way Skype. We could have oh. possibly. I but, thought you guys but, would be up to that level. Nah, we, I can figure okay. that out. Yeah. I'm or fuck it, we'll try it next week. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we'll go for next week because then we'll keep TJ on the phone for an hour, just like we kept yeah. Joey on the phone for an hour. But yeah, just, yeah, we we appreciate the time, great stories, and uh, the insight into BMX. Yeah, no problem. And we'll have to do this again. Maybe we can get an in studio, or we'll we'll bring our setup up to Socrates, and we'll have you and Dean on. Yeah, that'll be good. Wow. Dean's actually. And we'll get Dean and Dennis to fight. And settle yeah. this. Once Dean, Dean's, Dean's got a Dean's got a pretty good man, badass man cave now too. You can oh no, Stan's been there. No, I haven't been there yet. Yes, you did above his fucking house. I didn't go to Dean's man cave yet. Above he, his garage. I didn't go there. It's more of a. Didn't you go cave. to his house? No. Remember when we went up there? He was away. And oh, then they came back. that fucking asshole. Yeah, me and Stan went up there for a weekend. We brought the boys and fucking Dean went to Albany like a loser. Yeah, he's a loser. Yeah. Uh, had we had we found some hypothetical talent, we might have broke into Dean's house, but we didn't get there. We didn't get there. Ah, uh, fuck. Next time. Next time. It would have been worth it. He's got a good pool table. You could have, you know. Uh, and I would have been like, this is my pool table. This is my, my place. Yeah. Why'd you break in? Ah, I couldn't find yeah. the keys. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't find the keys. Ah, uh, shake it bake. All right, Jay. We'll catch you later, brother. All right, brother. I'll talk to you. Peace. Take it easy. Later. So Menace the Man going, switching it up. Yeah. Getting a little BMX. I like the extreme little, stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. It's yeah. kind of cool to see the inside. Because he's hitting me up. We even though, like, I don't, you know. Well, that's, I, like, one of those things me and Menace always talk about is getting into other avenues. Like, we want to start just having girls on, talking to them. Obviously, extreme sports athletes. <laughs> we want to get into some actors, comedians, and whatnot. 